Today on the Doc on the Run podcast, we're talking about how long it will take to heal a running injury. Hi, I'm Dr. Christopher Segler, and thanks for tuning in to the Doc on the Run podcast, where we help you understand how to keep training and running even if you've been injured. The number one question I get from runners is, how long is it going to take me to heal this injury? Now, that could be anything. It could be a metatarsal stress fracture. It could be plantar fasciitis. It could be an Achilles tendon injuries. But, you know, that's what they ask me is, how long is this going to take? And then the next question, of course, the follow-up question is always, how soon will I be back to running? The thing that you really have to understand is that the whole underlying premise of those questions, it's just completely absurd. Everybody, of course, wants to believe that it takes some certain given timeline for every given injury. And that's just crazy, right? So I get this question from doctors at medical conferences too. They'll ask me, how long does it take for a fourth metatarsal stress fracture to heal in the average runner? And how long would it take for him to get back to running? But that doesn't make sense. It's not that simple. So we know that it takes a certain amount of time to boil one quart of water at sea level. And we also know that it might take a little bit less time to boil at high altitude because the pressure is less at altitude. Now, it probably takes a certain amount of time for paint to dry on a wall if you apply it in a given thickness. But there are also some variables that go into that equation. And, you know, you can modify those things, right? So let's take watching paint dry, for example. So that's a pretty boring example, but, you know, you can change that process. You can do something to speed it up or slow it down. We know, for example, that if you are painting in an area of low humidity or higher heat, the paint may dry faster, right? So if you're painting your house and you have a dehumidifier in the house or you have uh, the heat on in the house, it will dry the air, it'll heat up the air, and the paint will dry faster. So even with something as simple as paint drying, you know that you can actually, it's a fact that you can change that process. And there's some variables that you can manipulate, some things that you can do that can change the process when you're healing as well. Because there are a lot more variables that go into healing. So it's not one given thing. Everybody wants to think it's this passive process of just waiting for something to happen, like waiting for a train to show up. But that's really not true. And if you can identify and you can modify the variables that affect your healing, it will change the pace of healing your running injury. And it will make a difference at how quickly or how slowly you actually get back to running. The big problem, though, is that people go to the doctor and they get these flat, you know, even timelines on six weeks to take a metatarsal stress fracture to heal. Well, is it really the same for everybody? I mean, if you go to the doctor and you look at every single person in the waiting room and you look at them and you think, if we all had the same injury, would it really take us all six weeks to heal? I bet the answer is no. So the right question isn't how long does it take to heal this injury? The right question is how can I heal faster than the average person? Because as a runner, you know that you're physiologically primed to heal. I mean, you've been healing over and over from all of your workouts and you know that you can heal faster. And when somebody calls me for a webcam consultation and they have a running injury, if you think about it, really, what is my job? I mean, as a doctor, when they're calling me and somebody has an injury and they call me and they want advice, what am I supposed to do? Well, really, the way I think about it is my job is a few things. Number one, my job is to get that runner to believe that they can heal faster. I have to help them understand that this isn't a passive process. You're not stuck with a six weeks timeline or a three month timeline or one year timeline. There are things that you can do to modify that timeline and you in fact can heal faster. The second thing is that I'm supposed to show them the steps they need to take to heal. So you have to take certain steps to get things to happen. It's a process, but it is a process that you can modify. And if you're sitting there passively waiting for healing to happen, well, it's gonna take you longer. 
And then the third thing is to help that runner develop their personalized plan for healing faster. So it's not to send you a PDF that says, here's the six week timeline. All you have to do is sit around and watch TV for six weeks and your fracture is gonna miraculously heal. It's my job to give you the steps. And then I'm supposed to give you a way to follow up and stay on track and achieve those goals of actually healing faster. So I have to give you some way to look at it, to really identify what you can do, how you're gonna do it, and how you can make sure you're staying on track. Those are the keys. So. Whenever you're injured, if you're working with a doctor, um, you're working with your coach, or if you're trying to heal the injury on your own, it's your job to do all those four things. It's your job to find a way to heal faster. But again, this is an active approach. This isn't something that you're just waiting passively for, waiting for you to just coast through some given timeline to actually get there. So you have to think about it as an athlete in training. Like if somebody said, how long does it take you to qualify for the marathon Olympic trials, like to qualify for the Olympics, you know, in the marathon or in the 5K or anything else? Well, that depends on what you do, right? So you have to really think about that. And it's really key that, you know, when you get injured, most people are told they have to rest and sit still and sit back, but you do really don't want to think about that way. So let me ask you a couple of questions. And this, let me ask you like really and truly, do you agree with these statements or not? I mean, for you personally, think about this and answer these questions. All right, I have the capacity to heal faster than the average American who doesn't exercise and who eats an unhealthy diet. I mean, is that true or not? Do you think that you as a runner, as an athlete, somebody that eats a healthy diet, who has been active for many years, do you think you're gonna heal faster than the average American who is not exercising and eating an unhealthy diet? I mean, really, what about if I sleep more effectively, I will heal faster. Do you think that's true or not for you? I mean, if you sleep more effectively, you think you're gonna heal faster than the average person or not? What about if you stay appropriately hydrated? Do you think you're gonna heal faster then? And what about if you could reduce the stress on that one injured structure in your foot that's been causing pain and bothering you, if you take the stress away from that structure, is it or is it not gonna heal faster than the average person? And if you strengthen everything else that supports that injured structure, will you or will you not get back to running sooner? I mean, I bet you will, right? It just makes sense. So that's the thing is you have to really think about all of these variables, all the things that you can modify, all the things that you can do differently that affect the healing process. The problem is, is that most of the time when we go see a doctor and we get injured or we read something online about how long it takes to heal a metatarsal stress fracture or how long it takes to fix your Achilles tendon, you start thinking on these fixed timelines and it suddenly becomes passive, not active. You wanna sit and wait for that thing to happen. You wanna wait for four weeks. You wanna wait for six weeks, but don't be confused. You're either getting weaker or you're getting stronger. So when you're injured and you're waiting for six weeks doing nothing, everything else in your system is getting worse. And when all that gets weaker and stiffer and you lose your coordination, you lose all those neuromuscular connections, when you return to running, that is actually your highest risk moment of re-injury. You are actually more prone to getting re-injured then because the whole system is so weak and debilitated that it can't absorb the force of your new workouts when you return to what you think of as mundane workouts and you're at very high risk of re-injury. So you have to realize that there are things you can do to modify the healing process. There are variables that you can manipulate. There are things that you can do actively, not passively, while you're healing so that you can stay healthy, keep everything else healthy in the system, let that one injured structure actually recover and support that injured structure as effectively as possible so that you can get back to running and return to running without any higher risk of re-injury. It is possible. You just have to make sure you really look for those variables and identify them and take action. That's it. So 
figure out what you can do differently, figure out what you're not doing, figure out what your doctor has not recommended to you, and think about all these things that you could do that will accelerate your pace of healing so you can get back to running. What's a virtual doctor visit? The idea of not running at all while waiting for my foot to heal was simply depressing. I really needed a second opinion from an expert, someone who specializes in helping runners. What you'll get from Dr. Segler, in my experience, is expert runner and medical care that's individualized for your needs. I'm left with actionable steps to recover from my injury. Dr. Segler is different, and I felt heard, didn't feel patronized, and I felt like he prioritized getting me back to running as soon as possible as much as I did. I just couldn't see sitting around for six weeks knowing my hard-earned fitness would vanish. I know Dr. Segler is an expert, and I wanted to see him in person. But frankly, I just couldn't afford the cost of a house call. I saved enough money to pay for my next marathon registration. You have an appointment with Dr. Segler, whether it's via Skype or on the phone. You can expect, one, he's going to be on time. Two, he's going to be able to spend more time with you than the typical uh, visit in a doctor's office. And both of those are going to result in a more effective diagnosis and treatment plan for you. I'm a young woman in the Philippines and I hurt my ankle yesterday. I just wanted to say thank you and that it's such a relief to be able to find a website like yours and get some information when I'm in a place with uh, little to no medical care. So I just wanted to call and say thank you. You're awesome. Book a virtual doctor visit and get a second opinion online today. If you have a question that you would like answered as a future edition of the Doc on the Run podcast, send it to me. And then make sure you join me in the next edition of the Doc on the Run podcast. Thanks again for listening.